Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode today on the show. You're going to hear me talk about eating bugs. Is it the new culinary adventure? Paula says no. We also talk a little celebs and television shows. We totally hate Katy Perry and I'm struggling with Alicia Keys. We talk about this and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Oh, now Daryl's going to have to kiss bug mouth. Paula. I'm going to take a piece of your cheek, bitch. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 259. Hello there, Ugg. How you doing? I'm great. You're great? <laughs> You're like, I'm all right. <laughs> I have sick kids today. Well, yeah, I do. It sucks. Uh, well, hopefully they're not, like you said, you're going to take them to the doctor. Hopefully it's just a common cold and nothing more serious because, you know, obviously that's going around. It freaking sucks right now. I, I It's a crazy how many people I know that are catching, not catching, or they're getting the flu. Like, it's insane. It's really, you know, when you hear news reports and they say, you know, this is a very dangerous flu, it's very contagious. And every year I go, yeah, but I mean, the people who are most susceptible get it, they get it. And that's just the end of it. But mm-hmm. now it's like everyone is getting the flu at some point. Mm-hmm. I am not going to say that we're lucky that we haven't gotten it yet, because the second I do that, the second I, you know, legitimately brag is when we're all going to get hit with it. So I'm not saying anything about that, but hopefully your children are fine, which I'm sure they are. Well, it's so funny is you're always so surprised when I tell you my kids are sick. And I'm just like, do you remember having little (laughs) ones, Jamie? No. (laughs) Well... You know what? What's funny is in childhood, they're always sick. Like they're never not sick. They're only well when they're in when they're out of school in the summer. Right. They go to school and then they're immediately. That's why, you know, when you go to school, when especially if you have like a kindergartner and you've never been to school before or preschool or something and you walk in the door and all the children have green snot coming out of their nostrils. Right. That's because they're perpetually ill. (laughs) They're never not well. And you're right. They're always sick. In fact, it sucks, too, because, well, like, Olivia seems to get the intestinal stuff like you used to. And that's even worse because she looks perfectly healthy, except that she's constantly in the bathroom or, you know, whatever. And that really freaking sucks. Inside, she's slowly dying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sucks. Oh, so speaking of germs, uh, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going to tell you about it really quick. Um, There is a movie called Contagion, and it came out, I think, like 15 or 16 years ago. It was a really long time ago, and there's a lot of big stars in it. It's basically, it's, everybody, it's it's a high-rated movie. I don't know. If you've seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, it's basically... A cross-contamination in China at a restaurant causes this new form of meningitis to happen. Wow. And and an American businesswoman shakes the hand of the chef who happens to get the contagion on his hands. Mm -hmm. And she basically spreads it throughout the United States. And it causes major chaos. And it takes uh, the center of disease control almost six months to find a vaccine to prevent it from spreading. Mm-hmm. 
And so basically, it's like the zombie apocalypse. People are literally dying in the streets. They're dying within days. It's crazy. And it, it causes mass chaos, like wow. complete chaos. It is a really scary movie. And what's funny, it, it's it's the scary part is at the end when you realize like, Two million people died all over the earth. Mm-hmm. And the fact that mass chaos occurs, people are invading homes, killing people to, for food because there's no food, because people are afraid to leave their homes. And if you do leave and you get, it, you get exposed to someone who has it, then you're going to be dead in three days. It's a really scary thing. So it, it's a lot like the zombie apocalypse where you're afraid to go outside. And then what's worse, and this was the scariest part for me, is people start invading homes and killing people mm-hmm. to take to take stuff to get supplies right and i'm like jesus christ i go that part you don't even think about you think oh i'll just stay inside and and you know we'll just eat leaves or something right but when people start coming into your house because they're desperate and they start killing people that's when it gets scary so anyway daryl and i we watched it i i loved it i thought it was a really good movie he he went to we smoked some chickens over the weekend for food, you know, yeah. to, to make, to eat whatever. And he said, that movie really kind of freaked me out. And I'm like, why? <laughs> he goes, I washed my hands like eight times after handling that chicken. He's like, I was terrified. And I said, right. I said, hey, it was an extreme, but it's not like it couldn't happen. You know, you have to be careful. You have to just, the fact that that chef did not wash his hands. When he, when I saw him wipe his hand on the apron and then shake her hand with, with pig mouth on him, I was like, oh my God. That's exactly why we have the health inspections that we do in the United right. States. So it's very, but it, but it just reminds me germs. You know, it's so easy to transfer flu or whatever because people are gross. We're all gross. You know, right. you sneeze in your hand and then you walk down. You know, you walk down a flight of stairs at a at a building and you hold the railing and now your your snot germs and mouth germs are all over the railing, which is why. And not that it necessarily helps, but I cover my hands with my long sleeves. Oh, I don't <laughs> touch I, anything. I yeah. touch nothing. And I'm cool with, you know, uh, exposing people or children even to, you know, germs. I don't like try to keep them in a bubble or anything. But <clears throat> people are so gross that you just and we're just naturally gross. It's not like we even try to be not gross. You know, I'm constantly just, telling them. I'm like, remember, wash your hands. You know, yeah. <laughs> just because you, you have know. to. And I'm not a big fan of the Purell thing, but no, I am. A, I, I I'm a fan of soap and water. You yeah. Know? <laughs> no, I I see the Purell thing, and I'm just like, so what? It's gonna kill, and I'm gonna wipe dead germs all over my hands. I'm just Ugh! like, and let's not forget, people have touched that pump in the public area, like the. <laughs> The Purell pump is probably covered in fecal matter. God. Just everything and you is know, dirty. you know, medical staff uses that stuff. Oh, I know. I mean, and well, they have to. They have to. But still, it's crazy that even with all of the so-called, you know, barriers that we put up that, you know, we're all still getting the flu because when you walk into a Rite Aid, right. <laughs> somebody's, somebody's fingered every box of Sudafed. I know. <laughs> and now you're going to get whatever grossness they had on their mittens. I know. It's so gross. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. So get well soon to the Paula children. Yes. Um, and you too, because I know you're obviously exposed to their germs as well. Yeah. I'm cleaning up cups and di- dishing out medicine yes. and, you know. <laughs> it's like a, you're a fucking Mary Poppins. It's like a, being a nurse. <laughs> yeah, really. You know what? Most moms probably would be make excellent nurses if they weren't 
uh, already. Just not in the pediatric ward. <laughs> oh God, no! Be like, no, I can't. I can't do that. I'm I sorry. Can't I can't take with care that. of other people's children. <laughs> <laughs> so daycare, education, and nursing in a pediatric ward are out for me, pretty much. But any other thing, I'm fine with. Give me some women who are exhausted and just need a respite. I'll take care of those women. <laughs> Right. I would completely sympathize. I'd be like, honey, do you need something else? Can I get you some lotion, some more coffee? What What do you need? You know. Champagne, what? Champagne, <laughs> some fruit, what? You want me to bring your stylist in to get your hair done? I mean, what do you need? Right. That's what we're here for. Oh, my God. That's a new idea. So along with your the women's letterman jacket, the mom letterman jackets. Yeah. We should have a pseudo hospital. It's not a spa. But it's a hospital where you can check yourself in anywhere from three to seven days and you can be treated like a patient. But instead of, well, you can have pills and medicine. That'd be all right. Yeah, sure. You can be treated, you know, like a patient because it's probably no more expensive than if you were sick and had to go to the hospital. I think they call that the mental hospital, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then I want, sign me up. Sign me up. Put yourself on a 5150 hold. But will you get alcohol and brunch? No. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You do get food, but. (laughs) I want a place where I can go and swim in a two-piece and no one will see me and I can enjoy myself and do handstands and swim. Then you need to go to like a a private drug rehab place. Like. Yeah. You know, I want no judgment. (laughs) Or whatever that place is called. Yeah. I want no supermodel nurses or even hot guy nurses. I want regular women taking care of my needs, sympathizing and and talking to me like they're my girlfriend, almost like a a prostitute, but she's handing me champagne and food and free access to things where I can be, you know, not in shape and swim and, you know, play and sleep in. And oh my God, Paula, we would make a fortune. (laughs) We would make a fortune. That would cost a fortune. It would be worth it. You could save up your money and go once a year. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. and I and the thing is, is I wouldn't want to go with any girlfriends. I'd want to go alone. <laughs> I'd want to yeah. just be by myself. Uh, watch any shows you want whenever you want and not have to fight over the clicker. You can watch Terms of Endearment and Steel Magnolias whenever you feel like it. <laughs> it would be so fun. Oh, my God. I'm all in. All in. If, the, if this such place exists outside of heaven i want someone to tell me about it because i'm all in because you know when you go to the hospital for whatever horrible reason outside of having a child which we will talk about later that is worth the money it's worth the ten dollars for an advil if that's what you're doing yeah okay so i want to talk about ikea really really quick before we go into our celeb chat Okay. Now, IKEA is based in Europe. They're Swedish, but they're kind of on the forefront of the future when it comes to pretty much anything. Believe it or you know, believe it or not, they really are. They're about affordability. You know, beautiful things that are sustainable. Everything is very green, eco-friendly that that comes out. So that's kind of their mantra. So now they're doing this thing. They have a lab. They call it. I think it's called Space Ten or something like that, or Ten Space Lab or something like that, where they're constantly coming up with food concepts for their ikea stores because they did some research and found that 30 percent of the people that come to an ikea come to eat oh. and that's a that's a lot to me that's a lot of clientele that are simply coming in to have swedish meatballs or yeah, whatever that's say, that that's probably their top seller 
I would imagine. And having it prepared for you and you can sit down and eat it. And it's really cheap to eat there, too. I mean, yeah. you can feed your kid. It's like a buck. It's nothing. And so now they, they take advantage of that. So I, I'm sure that you have seen, because we watch enough random TV, that the scientists and the, the, the environmentalists of the world, the, the professors of the world are saying that some of these countries are getting it right. Insects are really the new source for protein. Oh, God. Right? You've seen it. I mean, I I can't imagine, but you've seen that where they're like, no, you know, I mean, that, I remember one time seeing Angelina Jolie trying to make her kid eat a fried tarantula. And I'm like, absolutely not. I would rather starve. Like, mm. that's not happening. But they eat them all the time in these countries where that's the main source for protein because humans need protein. So IKEA has now decided they're going to launch a few bug made foods okay there's three that they're that they've worked on the first one that i want to tell you about is the bug burger it's meat quote unquote meat base is larval form of the darkling beetle which is mealworms so it's mealworms beet parsnip potatoes and then it's served on a bread bun with a beet and blackcurrant ketchup and apparently it's delicious and it's not like you're gonna see the little yellow worms it's created into some kind of protein mush i would imagine mm-hmm. so it's like a burger and they're saying it's quite delicious and it really is a great alternative first of all you can breed and you can make bugs very quickly you know how quick flies yeah you know and so i can only imagine that beetle this this beetle is must be something that reproduces it's starting to gross me out a little bit, but I'm sure there are mealworm farms already in existence. They're probably jumping for joy right now. <laughs> there's there's also the dogless hot dog. Um, this one is actually made with root vegetables. Oh, okay. But the, the new thing for this is they're using a microalgae, which is a uh, alternative to bread. So it's a beta carotene. It's, it's a green quote-unquote bun made out of microalgae now i actually am not a fan of that i don't like seaweed so i can't imagine that i would like the flavor of it and the and the bun is bright green oh i don't know but these are it's probably super affordable it's super cheap to harvest the algae and so it's an option for people who perhaps live in areas where it's not easy to get hot dogs and buns you know mm-hmm. and it's it's very very healthy like crazy clean healthy wow so <laughs> i would try a bug burger i would i couldn't you wouldn't no i would do it i would try it i would at least try it i would take a bite but i wouldn't go i, I wouldn't have it like replace my I, I can't imagine that i would be sitting there going you know what i could really use tonight a bug burger. Like, they're so delicious. There's not even cheese on them or anything, so I don't know. And I'm not sure about the beet blackcurrant ketchup. That doesn't sound legit. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's some people who would probably jump all over that stuff, but I mean, because, you know, they're into... Unusual. Well, and that and, um, you know, saving the environment and... and right. The, and the animals and... Would those be considered stuff. vegan? What would you? What is a bug burger considered vegan? Probably not, right? N- no, because it still is some kind of animal. living thing. I don't know if it would in- 
be considered vegetarian either. I don't, you know, I don't really know. I don't know at what level it's a new is food the, level. I don't know what <laughs> level the weevil is on the the food chain. But Would you equate it to a lentil? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if it has a brain or a heart or any of those things. If it's yeah, just wiggles, I don't know. I don't know. I just do vegan kill flies. Do vegans kill like bugs? If they do, then they should be able to eat a burger, a bug burger anyway. I don't know. I, I'm i just interested. I want to see what one looks like first. If there's like little like worm butts, I you know, if I can see like the worm actual, I probably wouldn't do it. I'm not a fan. I'm not going to eat anything where I can tell what it is. I want it to be completely, you know, uh converted or i want to i want to i don't even want to know that it's a bug until you say oh you just ate a cricket burger or whatever i don't want legs or antennae looking at me all i keep thinking is is me too little things sticking out of the burger crunchy i don't want any yeah i I don't want you know can you water it down and turn it into something i mean because then i might consider it it has to be completely eviscerated before yeah like i I don't even want to know that i'm eating a bug burger like really don't so if that's the case then i would try a bite of it i wouldn't take a big ass bite no like i I wouldn't go because what if there was an odor or something i just couldn't (laughs) think about that There's not enough garlic salt or Lori seasoning salt. <laughs> if I put A1 on it, can I taste it? Yeah, I didn't even think about the odor part. I just. God, what does bug taste like, smell like? like I don't I even want to know. I don't either. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I will keep you, uh, I will keep you informed because I know you will you? be dying to know. Yes. If our local Ikea gets the bug burger, and if it does, I will absolutely go and get one. I don't know if I'll be able to eat it all, but I will I will do the experiment. <laughs> you don't have to come. God. You don't have to come with me. <laughs> I really am not a fan. of it on Instagram. I will. And you'll be like, no, Jamie, don't you put that in your mouth. It's like, oh, now Daryl's going to have to kiss bug mouth. Mm. I didn't even think about that part. Gross. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk Let's talk about some celebrities and some television because we have not talked about that in quite a while, oh, it's actually. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. So really quick, you said that you are watching The Voice. We are. We. I don't think we watched this. Well, did we watch this? No, we didn't. There was one episode this week of The Voice. It was more blind auditions. Isn't it funny? I don't know about you, but or who you watch with, but Daryl and I watch it pretty regularly. We really like it. You can always tell when they're not going to make it. Before anybody even utters a, a tone, you can almost always tell they're not going to be yeah. chosen. One of the reasons is they get them they give them a pretty extensive background. Like they give them a they give them a lot of background on why they're doing this why you know what they do for a living and you get this long history and then they come out and then nobody 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 turns turns around it's almost like they have talent they're just not ready for the show so we're going to give them a little bit of a plug and then when they go back maybe someone will recognize them for for whatever and then they'll get to you know start their career that way which i think is generous there's other ones though where and this is the ones that always get me is because adam levine if he turns, he turns in like two seconds. Yeah, he waits for like a one note and then he goes, oh, yeah, done. Like he knows. And I'm just yeah. like, why? Mm. Does it, it, I guess if you know, you know. But right. it's right. just weird. If I was on that show, Paula, I would pick Blake. I don't care if I sing country or not. The, the man wins everything. He like does. he always wins. Like he has a way of he's figured out 
He's figured out the game. It's and because so now he wins. it's the little finger he points above his head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but even when, like, he won last year with that girl that sang, like, ho, ho, ho. I mean, she was, like, really deep voice. She was kind of like a weird alt rock girl. Right. She won, and he was on, you know, well, Miley had her first, and then he picked her up and never let her go. Mm-hmm. But he just always wins. It's like, if there's a young teenage country girl, she'd be full not to pick anybody but Blake Shelton. The right. man knows how to market those people. He's crazy good. I, uh, Daryl and I, we hate Alicia Keys so much. It's almost palpable. So the controversy this week is she was throwing shade at everybody. Yes! By her one she's comment. she's a bitch! <laughs> she's like, I'm the only one that can <sighs> sing in your same vicinity. Are you fucking kidding me right now, Alicia Keys? Really? With your no makeup mantra? Give me a break. And she's wearing makeup. Oh, she is now. Oh, yeah. She's got makeup on. And Daryl, and Daryl, he's just like, correct me if I'm wrong, but that bitch is wearing makeup now. <laughs> I said, oh, yes, she is. She is. She got no zit showing this year because she learned her lesson. She looks like shit without makeup on camera. She's wearing a little makeup. And she is. Not a lot, not a lot of a eye makeup, but she's definitely got a little, little gloss going on. Yes, she does. So I I don't know how Kelly Clarkson will do. We'll see. She, I love her on the show. She's funny. She's she, better than Gwen Stefani, who I could not deal with. Although Miley Cyrus is pretty good. I really liked Miley Cyrus on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought she was awesome. I started crying because a girl who really... She's not going to, I don't think she'll go very far, but she's, she is talented. She sang uh, a Kelly Clarkson song. She sang the, uh, the one about her dad. Oh. And Kelly Clarkson immediately started to cry and she couldn't turn around because she only has like two spots left and she needs something really different. Uh-huh. And so, and this woman who looks like Faith Hill basically, um, and, but doesn't sing like Faith Hill. She got people to turn around, but it was Adam Levine, actually, who turned around for her. Mm-hmm. And Kelly Clarkson turned around. She cried until literally the, the next person came out. Aww. She's like, I can't stop crying. She's like, I love that song. And the fact that you sang it and that it means something to you, it, she just could not. And she's like, I feel everything. <laughs> <laughs> and Miley Cyrus was the same way. So I just I really love that about her. I really do. But yeah, we're we're struggling with Alicia. I also feel sorry for Adam Levine because <laughs> he always gets the raw end of the deal. It's like no one likes him. I don't know why. He I never no one ever him. chooses him. I think he's probably I mean, I would be a little afraid, but I mean, <laughs> I would have I would choose him between him and Blake. It would be, you know, a tough choice. I would pick Kelly Clarkson. I would want to learn from her because she knows she's a she's classically trained, so she knows how to work a voice. Yeah. Whereas, like Alicia Keys is not. Oh, she says no, she is. Like she probably trained. is. Yeah. I don't know. I know I'm being hard on her, and I do love. I have all of Alicia Keys's albums. Actually, I really like her, but I struggle with the way she projects on the show. As I really do. How she is as a judge. Yeah, I just really struggle with it. But and, and also, she said something about. 
about some kind of range and Kelly Clarkson gave her a look like what the fuck are you talking about I sing way better than you <laughs> she's like I got all sorts of ranges <laughs> she's like shall we shall we contest I would love to have a contest with you but anyway you know we're we we absolutely love the voice and I actually enjoy hating Alicia it makes me it makes me more interested when someone picks her I'm like oh, of course you did you know or or I'm like you're a fool yeah <laughs> I don't know do you guys get into it I don't know oh we do too yeah because oh, okay. as soon as it comes down and like I said when Blake does that little finger above his head <laughs> yes. Ryan's like oh no he's breaking out the finger <laughs> <laughs> he really wants him and this new thing with the block where they can block people oh that sucks I know. I love it, though. I'm like, oh, man, because, you know, after a while, I mean, how many voices can you listen to before you start to realize who's going to pick what? Right. So you can block people and know that they're going to want them. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it's really cool. It's It's a great little addition. So speaking of, so apparently American Idol is back, which I did not know because I lost interest. God, two or three years. When, when all the original judges started to leave, I stopped watching. Yeah. But apparently it's back. I think it's Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and... Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Okay, so the country guy again. Yeah. So I hate Katy Perry. Okay. I don't like her at all. I think uh, she kind of suffered the same thing that Alicia Keys did, where she came out packaged as something. You know, she did the California Girls, mm-hmm. and she did I Kissed a Girl, and all that stuff, and it was good, and it was poppy and peppy, and then she decided that she hated it, and she needed to break free, and so she cut all her hair off, and dyed it yellow, and, you know, did all kinds of weird shit, and she's nuts, and I I don't know if it's a real nuts or if it's a manufactured nuts, but I feel like she's trying to do what Miley Cyrus did, which is completely break out of that that packaged self and do something completely different. The problem is Miley Cyrus is actually talented and Katy Perry can sing a tune and that's about it. Right. And so she also, so there's two things with her. One, and it's been discussed, I'm sure, at nauseum by now, but the other night a kid came out, he was 19 years old and he didn't make it. They didn't, they didn't send him to Hollywood, but he was really cute and Katy Perry was smitten with him. And she's like, oh, let me give you a kiss. And he's like, you know, I've never been kissed by a girl. And I mean, the dude's 19, so I don't know how true that is. And he's like, and I was really raised in a conservative home, like he's a Duggar or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I kind of want the kiss to be special the first time I kiss him. He goes, oh, she was like, okay, well, let me kiss you on the cheek. So she pulled the shitty move of when he went in to kiss, he, she kissed him on the cheek and then he turned and he, she kissed him on the mouth. What a bitch. Right? And I'm like, and she was all like champion, like, yay, I did it. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right now that is so disrespectful i don't care that it's that he's 19 and that he's saying this whole i'm wholesome and i don't want to kiss anybody if that's what he says um hello isn't no means no i mean if lionel richie did that to a 19 year old girl he would have been fired yeah right but she did it and because she's a girl apparently it's not a big deal which i think is like (laughs) literally bullshit and i'm not into the me too thing and all that stuff but, I mean, I'm not a big champion of it. But, I mean, seriously, if we're going to do that, right. she has no business touching another human who just said no thank you. So what did her, like, cohort say? Anything? I ha- I don't watch the show, so I have no idea. But I just know. And, obviously, this was filmed, like, a summer ago because they did this forever ago. You know, these are all filmed way in advance. So, I mean, it's long been done. The guy made a statement, like, today saying... 
you know, the media is misconstruing it. I wasn't mad. You know, it was it was what it was. You know, I whatever. And of course, it was a small thing. But when it happened, all this movement wasn't happening. So mm-hmm. now that it's come out and they showed the footage, it's like, what the fuck are you doing, Katy Perry? You know, it's like now people are either like, oh, it's no big deal. Don't be such a bitch. Or it's like, what a bitch. I think she's a bitch. Yeah, that was not cool. I would never do that. That's I would never do that. Wrong. And, you know, you don't just get to <laughs> take whatever you want. If I was that boy's mother, I'd go in there and bitch slap her. <laughs> I thought about that. I thought about that. I'm like, well, you know, if he if he comes from a conservative family and he came out and said, Kitty Perry, Perry, she kissed me on the mouth when I said I didn't want to. And she'd be like, get me in there now. Right. Since we're just taking what we want, I'm going to take a piece of your cheek, bitch. (laughs) No kidding. You know what? This all started because she was talking shit about Britney being mentally ill. And I will, I've never gotten over it. And I love Britney Spears. We love Fuck you Britney. if you don't. Yeah. I we love her. We love Britney. Yes. Just leave her alone. Just leave Britney alone. But <laughs> Katy Perry talking shit about her more on more than one occasion in front of a microphone makes me go, you are a, a small minded person. And I don't know how you're still famous. It's it's hanging by a thread. I would say, well, you know, she's doing American Idol. You know, yeah, but what is that saying? She's yeah, right. She's doing American Idol. Lionel Richie does not need to do American Idol. He's doing it because he has nothing better to do right now. The man is uh, ridiculously wealthy and successful. It's like judging something at the county fair. It's just like, (laughs) it's like, well, it's in my hometown. I have nothing better to do. Right. Okay, so I'm done bashing Katy Perry and The Voice. But really quick, you probably knew this, you know, Usher's getting divorced. Oh, that's good news. Yes. And they've only been together for, they've been married for two years. I believe they were together for almost 10, though. A couple of things came to my mind. One, did the herpes thing just finally just kill her and go, I can't do this anymore with you and the herp? Well, I mean, but ten years is a long time. Matter, she's got it now too. So likely, likely, which you would think would keep someone together, but this is a true case of marriage ruining a relationship. Like if you're together for almost a decade and then you get married and it just everything goes downhill, don't you think that that's like marriage truly does change things? That's like (laughs) a perfect example of marriage changing things. It must, but I mean, I can't imagine what it what it changes. Anyone can tell you that if you've been with somebody and you're living together five, six years and you go, you know what, let's get hitched. And then they do. It does change things. There's something about it that changes. You you can't maybe put your finger on it, but it does change a relationship. I remember the first time that Daryl and I on our wedding night, the sex felt different. Really? Yeah, it did. I mean, it was still, you know, sex, but it felt different for some reason. And I don't know if it's because in your mind you're going, okay, we're consummating this legal marriage. You know, I don't know if that's it, if I was overthinking it, but it definitely felt different. I was actually a little intimidated the first time we had sex as a husband and wife. Weird. You know, maybe I think it changes things and maybe some women don't think that way. I mean, you didn't feel different. After you guys got married? I was so drunk. Oh, you mean like the <laughs> just in general? Yeah, the general feeling of, you know, we're yeah. not just living together anymore. Now we're like legit. But pitched. in a good way. I mean. Yeah, it's not, not a bad thing. Not two years later where we wanted to get divorced. Right. Plus it's Usher. And he's Usher, adorable. Usher. You're telling me. <laughs> Is he in your free pass list? 
he's definitely in my top i would say my top five top five really yeah you know what i need to revisit my my top five list i don't really i i just kind of think that would be really hard to narrow it down to just five i know right i'm really struggling because you know there's other things like i'd like to try that once but I don't necessarily put him in the top five, you know, like regular. Like Bradley Cooper used to be up there. Now, not so much. You know, I don't know. He's still super cute, though. Really, really cute. Leonardo DiCaprio will always be number one. Number one. Yes. I can't he's, ever he's a- see that changing. <laughs> I can't either. I can't see you doing that. You know, I um, he's a really shitty person from what I understand. But I would absolutely do Ben Affleck. God. Really? It's because he's such a scumbag. He is a scumbag. He would be the one that show up at my house Friday at 2 a.m. And I'd be like, come on in <laughs> and then leave, wow. leave at four. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I guess I could see that, but. I would. I would totally do it. I, I don't know why he. I Well, first of all, I think he's not an ugly person. No. You know, no, he's cute. He's cute. And the only blonde that I've ever truly thought was sincerely attractive is Brad Pitt. And I know that's super commercial, no. like, oh, everybody thinks he's hot. But I genuinely think he's one of the most attractive men. I don't, I wouldn't put him in my top five, but he's a good looking guy. And and only, the only blonde, truly blonde guy that I think is good looking. He is good looking. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no two ways about it. He is just a, <laughs> he is a, a good looking man. Yeah, he's really, really cute. So I don't know. I, you know what? We're gonna have to revisit this we because should. I want to. Oh, we I should. Think we about should it. bring do homework and bring back like our top ten or something. Or Let's do it. Five. Okay. Okay. Noted for the next maybe in a couple weeks we'll discuss yeah. our our uh, top five to ten free passes and why because you know options. You can, yeah, options needs options. Options my Muppet. We'll have an options the Muppet show. Options the Muppet show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. That'll be great. Okay, now let's get to it. Producer Dub, you better not delete any of this discussion. I'll be so mad at you if you do. Some people like us to talk about bad reality television. Okay, so really quick, I'm just going to do a quickie because every once in a while, I get a wild hair to Google the Duggars. I don't follow the show. I don't watch the kids show, the counting on thing. I don't watch any of it, really. There's been a little crack in the Duggar world. Really? And it's a little exciting. First of all... It is not the one that has the Spurgeon baby. The other one that the the one that's married to this the sickly looking one. Dillard. Dill Derek. Derek and Jill, the daughter. Uh, Jill. Jill. Dillard. Yes, Jill and Derek Dillard. Uh, Derek has had enough of the Duggar thing, and it's not his wife that he's had enough of. It is the the clutch that Jim Bob has. Over the Duggar brand. Apparently now these have all been deleted. But there was a Twitter. He went on a Twitter rant. uh, About a week ago. About how he is not. They are not paid to be on Counting On. They literally are being filmed for free. And they have been. And he's, he's had enough. And one of the things was apparently their second child was born in a hospital and it was like in the NICU, like it, it was like born a little premature, had some mm-hmm. issues. And he asked TLC if, you know, because they filmed the whole thing from birth, labor, all the way through the NICU. And he said, hey, you know, maybe you can help. You filmed all of it. Maybe you can help us pay these ridiculously high medical bills. And they're like, oh, no, no. Now, it's not that they couldn't afford it. 
but they they monetized off of it and so he thought they should be paid to do that and so people are just like you're an accountant how did you get into this and not have a contract that says you would be paid to do this you're voluntarily filming anyway so what it seems is that Jim Bob has full control, monetary control over anything that's Duggar, including this show. Mm. And so all the kids are getting filmed and daddy gets the money. And my thought was, OK, so when this whole thing went out with Josh and, you know, the molestation and, and you know, the prostitute and porn star stuff, mm-hmm. they probably just simply changed the title. But it was the same show. Maybe they had a contract or something. And so they just called it Counting On, and they they solely film the adult kids only, and everything else is kind of shelved. They just kind of changed the the theme of the 19 Kids and Counting show, but it's still under that contract. And so no one is getting paid but Jim Bob. So uh, they have moved out of the Duggar house that he owns, and they have their own home now uh, that he pays for himself. I assume that he's going back to accounting at some point, and he will be taking care of his own family on his own and jill nothing saying nothing so well what can't she say so oh and apparently he's no longer going to be filmed derek is not going to be filmed anymore and hasn't been from what i understand so i think there's some trouble in paradise but it's like come on you guys are like in their late 20s now it's time to stop letting daddy run the you know run the place right Oh, and that was the other thing he said. He said something about how kids shouldn't get married until they're 26, at least. Oh, wow. Speaking of really young, mm. flip over to Sister Wives. And yes. Janelle's daughter who got married, Maddie, Maddie who is like 19. Uh, I think she's 20 now. But yeah, 20. she was super young when she married her man, Caleb. They were just on the last episode of Sister Wives. She was giving birth to her first baby boy. Yes. They said that polygamists typically have home births. And they, you know, with no drugs, no nothing. And savages. (laughs) Absolute savages. I haven't seen the episode, but I saw enough Mm -hmm. screenshots to know that obviously... It didn't go well. Or it didn't go as planned. It didn't go as planned. Or maybe it went exactly as planned for someone who was just giving birth without any kind of pain medication. I don't know. <sighs> Paula. Oh, my God. There was so much, so much bad. First of all, I believe that this is the last season of Sister Wives from what I've read. They're not going to be doing this. That they might be switching switching gears and start uh filming mariah who is uh, mary's daughter who came out as gay oh they might be doing her they might be doing a show about her and her struggle with coming from a, an ultra conservative family and now she's gay and what and the issues that come from that it might it would be an interesting spin um, because obviously none of the children want to be polygamous so any filming any of those kids would be an interesting spin right Anyway, so yes, the polygamy really shows itself when things like a birth happens. Everybody sits around and stares at the mother. (laughs) It's insane to me. I'm like, there are so many people in this bathroom watching her labor in the tub. And Caleb's just sitting there going, what kind of circus is this? Like, he is out of his, like, completely out of his element. This girl, and I know this can happen because I've seen two of our sisters do this. She stopped that labor twice. Because of the stress. 
She won't admit it, but that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Film crew, three of her quote unquote moms watching her, all the siblings, all the teenage girls, the brother showed up. I mean, it, and then the dad was there. So she ultimately labored for three days. Come Three on. solid days. Two of those days, the, the labor stopped completely. And she ended up like going to work and just being normal because it's just too much stress. Mentally, she was just, it was just too much. And I've seen both of our sisters stop labor. I know you can do it. Yeah. Ultimately, it's going to happen. I mean, eventually the baby's going to come whether you try to stop it or not. But there is a time where you can make your body not do it mm-hmm. and, and and i i don't know about you but i believe this i've seen it with my own eyes yeah now i i when i was 20 i had tyler and it was very it was a very long labor but i also had a lot of pressure around me i had our, our mom and there was a lot going on and it took a long time to get there and i think when you're unsure and you're feeling pressure and people are like constantly on you it, it, I think it prolongs things, and that's what happened. So this poor girl labored and labored and labored, and her plan was she wanted it to be her, her husband, and her um, midwife, and that's it. Mm-hmm. When she had that baby, Robin, Janelle, and Christine were all in the room. Her father was, uh, was, was behind her next to her husband, the midwife, and a handful of the kids were all in the room when she delivered that baby. It was like a fucking circus. Jeez. There was no discussion ever of taking this poor girl to the hospital. Like, never. And I'm sitting there watching this going, this girl needs an Ativan and an epidural stat. Yeah. Like, why are you putting yourself through this? And Caleb's like, why aren't we going to the hospital? Like, he is. he was over it. He was over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, really? And he's older, but he should have been like, all right, that's enough. Everyone out. This is ridiculous. Right. Like, he, someone needed to do it, but no one did it. Not even the midwife. That was the issue that I took with it. I mean, ultimately, she had the baby. It was an eight-pound baby. Healthy, beautiful, wonderful. Everything was great. And, of course, because I am who I am, they didn't film. Because there's literally the last picture that they showed of Maddie. She's in the bathtub, and she looks up at the camera. She goes, no more filming. I'm done. And they finally backed out. But just listening to the baby be born, mm-hmm. I started to cry. <laughs> Even as much as I hated the situation of listening to this gaggle of people around this poor girl watching her labor, I don't know how she did it with her dad in the room. I just, I don't know. It was really difficult Especially to watch. Especially when you're like barely 20 years old. Like She's a child. You know. I know. She doesn't I mean, know. God. We live till we're 100 now. She's a child at 20. Right. Okay. So, so we need to do our ugly and awkward moments of the week and wrap up the show. So let's do those. Okay, so mine was quick. The dogs had these little squeaky toys they like to play with. And so Bo had brought me his and I was sitting on the couch. So what we do is from the living room, you can see like our hallway to the front door. So I went to go throw it down the hallway. And so I threw it as hard as I could. And (laughs) it didn't go down the hallway. It hit the coffee table and it knocked over a full glass of coffee. 
and the coffee oh, no. fell on the floor and broke the glass. Jesus! <laughs> and spilled the coffee everywhere. Oh, And my so I'm God. just like, good God. I'm like, I was just trying to. So he kind of looks at me like, what's going on here? And he's like, so I really like, just wanted you to throw the ball, Mom. He's like, I didn't need this whole, you know, fiasco. <laughs> and I'm like, Bo, I'm going to stay here. There's glass. Yeah. And so... <laughs> So, anyways, it was That's lame, funny. but no, it's not lame. Well, it, you can't throw. No, We're we have T Rex arms. I'm just ridiculous. If one of us was ever an athlete, it would be shocking because none of us can do anything. I mean, no. we're very we're not uncoordinated people. We just don't have any strength. <laughs> we're like we're just like veal. Like well, just threw it as hard as I could, but it just <laughs> you went, have no aim. It you just went straight aim. down and hit the coffee. No, I have perfect <laughs> aim. I hit a coffee cup. <laughs> That's true. You would have won a prize at the carnival. That's great. Okay. Well, interestingly, mine is about dogs and breaking something, too. Mm. It's so weird how that happens. And we have not talked. No. So we had one day this week, this last week, that was like 78 degrees. It was sunny and warm. You recall the one day before all the rain came this week. And so Daryl has been doing a lot of travel and work has been really stressful. And so he hasn't done any yard work, which he actually really likes to do. It's kind of his way of kind of, it's like when I do the dishes or cook, I kind of shut everything out. He does that with yard work, which I'm so grateful because I, there's nothing worse than yard work, maybe going to the dentist. But other than that, I hate yard work so much. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go out because we had a lot of dog poop out there and I said you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna rake it all up into piles and then I'm gonna just clean it up because it had been out there long enough that I could actually rake it up and put it into a pile so I raked up two piles and as I'm prone to do I was listening to podcasts while I was Mm -hmm. doing the yard work and it was in my pocket and I was wearing like a flannel shirt so I bent over to um I don't even know what I was doing but I bent over and my phone and my sunglasses both fell off off my face and my phone fell out of my pocket and landed in the pile of dog shit. Oh, man. But the thing was is that because I was raking it all into a pile, there were other things in there like I don't know what. And it hit something hard and it cracked my phone. Oh, my God. So I picked it up. I'm like, God damn it. And I pick it up. And so not only is there dog shit all over the screen – there's a crack and I was like what how you know what there was probably some teeny tiny pebble something in the dog shit and it just hit it perfectly and put a nice long crack in my phone I was so annoyed and and the thing is is of course because I was in denial I'm like oh that's just a hair or something like that's not right that's not a crack and then it's obviously a crack I couldn't believe him like I, I you can't coordinate that twice and only you can only do it once. So of course I had to sanitize everything, and then, you know, now it's the dog shit phone, and I don't want it anymore. <laughs> but I have to fix the screen. Do you guys have upgrades or insurance? Uh, no, and no, and so well, no, we we don't have upgrades for a while. Everybody got upgraded last year, so so, and they don't really do that anymore. Actually, they don't do that anymore. It's kind of different now. But anyway, I so now I've got to go to that you break we fix store. Oh. <laughs> And get the screen fixed for $100 or something stupid. Oh, I know. I don't know who wins. I I mean, 
Well, I, I mean, I think they're both you, lame. <laughs> I would say maybe you win because you cracked your phone. Oh, yeah, you, broke, bro- you broke a glass. Oh, Let's give each other 20 points and call okay. it a day. Well, I think we're done. It's a tie. It's a tie for dog and dog shit and glass. Yeah. How weird, though. It's You know, that happens to us. We yeah. both do, like, similar ugly and awkward moments. It's very unusual. Similar. Yes, that is anyway. true. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this Sunday. We will be back on Wednesday. Can't wait to see you then. Keep shopping Amazon and Avon. We look forward to your purchases. Have a fabulous week, and we will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.